0: Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues.
1: It's pretty commonly believed that socialism has already infiltrated some of the American government, but is it also infiltrating the church? How is liberation theology and social justice affecting your church today?
0: Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps.
1: God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have an in-studio interview with a returning guest and favorite to the viewers of our program, former U.S. Congressman Bill Redmond. Welcome to the program, sir. How are you today? I am well, and you? Good, I am so honored that you would come here and grace us again with your, uh, you know, you used to be in Congress, but really now you're an educator. And uh, you have you have taught people, you're recently here at Karis Bible College, where you're teaching about political theory to a Christian audience, and our Christian TV show is all about that. Sure. Um, Tell me about your background. Just introduce yourself to remind our audience. Sure, sure. Uh, Bill Redman. Uh, grew up on the south side
2: of Chicago and uh, uh, went to Murray State University for a while, married my bride uh, while in school there. Um, in my middle of my junior year, I decided that I wanted to know more about the scripture. I had read Josh McDowell's book, Evidence That Demands a Verdict, and I thought, this is great. If there's more about the Bible I want to know, or, or that can be known, I want to know this. So I went to uh, Lincoln Christian College in Lincoln, Illinois and uh, uh, earned a, a bachelor's degree and then went back for my seminary. So I have a uh, master's of divinity in uh, the, the area of theology and philosophy. The focus of my studies were uh, the philosophy of science, uh, specifically the contributions of Immanuel Kant and, and Georg Hegel. And, and, and those things that took place in those philosophies in the 18th century are impacting the political... Uh, framework today and for some people it's life and death and so understanding the philosophies of the times understanding Christian theology bringing that together and how does that play out in the political sphere is 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 my sweet
1: spot so so church and state because you have a master of divinity degree and you're a former elected official like I am right yes Uh, my my PhD is in theology but I study politics at the Air Force Academy And I remember during the Cold War, uh, for those of you who remember, uh, I was on nuclear alert. I was a missile officer against the USSR and and, and the communist Chinese party. Uh, You know, this is 30, 40 years later now. We're we're in a new society. There's no communism left in the world. It, It couldn't be coming to America.
2: Well, f- first of all, that's the furthest thing from the truth, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Uh, that uh, uh, e- even even though the, uh, the 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 Marxist ideas are are very much dead in places like China and the Soviet Union because they just don't work, uh, and even the contributions that were made by Mao Zedong in China, uh, they just don't work. And there's been uh, 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 a free market capitalist perspective that have that that has taken center stage in those economies. Economies, but what makes them different is that they're still controlled by the government. In the United States, we had the free economy, and the government is now arching over to take control, so that they will—you won't be able to see any daylight between the two systems, between what's going on in the United States and also in, uh, uh, you know, with uh, uh, China and the former Soviet Union.
1: Sure. Uh, I mean, you can see in, in recent presidential elections that the Bernie Sanders model of socialism uh, has really kind of taken over one of the two political parties. I'll leave it to the audience to decide which one is becoming more socialist. Uh, That's in the political space, and I'm not gonna tell people who to vote for. I'm more concerned about the church space because there's different brands of theology that are creeping into conservative Christian churches and they're instead inculcating this liberation theology and social justice theory that are making our churches more communist. And and I don't know if that's even possible, uh, was Jesus in favor of communism?
2: Uh, no, he was not. Uh, the basic presupposition of Christianity is that Jesus is Lord creator sustainer of the universe. Just take a look at whether uh, you're looking at um, uh, the Gospel of John in the beginning of his word, the Word was with God, all things came to being through him okay uh, Take a look at uh, Colossians uh, chapter 1 for through him and for him all things are made. He is the creator, sustainer, redeemer, consummator of the universe. Communism starts with the idea that God does not exist.
1: Jesus definitely was not a communist. Right, and and he was not for government seizure of your goods and redistribution to the poor. Uh, If anything, he was for voluntary charity, which is the basis of capitalist concern for the poor. Uh, Our hospitals, our charities, uh, do that with voluntary contributions, not at the tip of the government sword like Marxist-Leninism would seize the private goods and give them to the poor. Actually, they just inured them to themselves through graft. And if you look in communist countries today, like Venezuela, the government officials are the richest because they took everybody's goods with their, with their guns. That's, that's not Christian.
2: No, that, that that is not Christian, uh, and uh, the whole concept of covenant is that God offers us something, you know, uh, salvation in Christ, and He calls us to Himself. But it's an invitation; it's never an imposition, and and uh, we're free to re- receive that or, or, or to reject it, that, reject that. So God does not even force us to love Him and to respond to Him to receive salvation. He doesn't force does not force us. So if God does not force us, who is the government to force us? That the individual made in God's image and likeness has has that liberty, and, and that's where we need to be taking a look at you know how uh, you know terms like socialism. People say, well, there's communism, that's hardcore, and they think uh, you know Stalin and Khrushchev and you know you know the, the what you and I grew up with. Right. Okay. However, and then they'll say, well, socialism is it's not communism. Okay. I'm here to tell you. Okay. Mao Zedong understood what socialism and communism was and he made it very very clear that they both have the same fundamental philosophy and and he and, and basically Mao said it doesn't matter whether you use the term communism or whether you use the term socialism the important thing is that the core ideas are advanced in a society to where there will be an elite of people in the government that are controlling micro decisions for all the people of the of of the society
1: yeah and why do people vote for this because they're fooled into thinking well jesus loves the poor he tells us to love our neighbor you do it through voluntary charity you don't do it by voting for bigger government to steal somebody else's goods that is not christian let's take a short break when we come back bill redmond will talk about particular churches in america where this is creeping in
3: Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News.
0: Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today I wanna invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect
1: military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. I even demanded my own misdemeanor court-martial, and finally Congress agreed with me and reversed the bad Navy policy. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Let's take action today for religious freedom. Would you sign that petition with me? Visit PrayInJesusName.org.
0: Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Please visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Do you need a physical or spiritual healing? Are you being tested or tried? When Jesus needed to pray, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Do you need to really connect with God? If you're visiting Colorado Springs, come see the Gateway Prayer Garden just south of the city along Interstate 25. Walk our prayer trails among the trees by the beautiful Fountain Creek. Stand at the foot of our large cross and connect with Jesus. Enter our life-size replica of the empty tomb and spend time reading key Bible verses etched in stone along our ground cross as big as a football field. Join our worship gatherings and plan to attend our annual Easter sunrise worship service. We're located off I-25 exit 132A at 8035 Bandley Road, just north of the KOA campground. Experience Jesus at gatewayprayergarden.org. That's gatewayprayergarden.org. I'm
1: Dr. Chaps. Do you wanna get free news alerts faster than everybody else? Do you wanna get invitations to private events to come meet me in person? Do you wanna get a free religious freedom window decal? Pick up your phone, it's right there by your hand, and text this word, text the word pray to 24365. Text the word pray to 24365 and we'll sign you up. Then call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D to get a free religious freedom sticker. Call today.
0: Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by former Congressman Bill Redman. Uh, And sir, you have been active in not just your own church, but you've been observing as a researcher the the political tendencies of liberal churches across America. As a PhD in theology myself, I've, I've seen that now social justice theory and liberation theology are taking root in many seminaries where the next generation of pastors are learning socialism and they're taking it into the churches. Correct,
2: correct, and, and the interesting thing, uh, chaps, as we as we look at this, we are to love our neighbor as ourselves. Second commandment, okay. But let's roll that back, you know, a couple words uh, to the earlier part of the quote where Jesus says to love the Lord your God with your whole heart, with your whole mind, with your whole strength, and the and the result of that is loving our neighbor. What social justice does is it jumps to loving neighbor as opposed to loving God with their whole mind and having the discerning capability to understand that social justice is based in the idea that God does not exist. It cannot coincide side by side um, with, uh, with Christianity anymore that in the Old Testament, when we take a look at Elijah and Mount Carmel, that when you look at the 450 prophets of Baal, the problem wasn't that they were Canaanites, the four hundred fifty prophets of of, of Baal—they were four hundred fifty Jews who thought that on certain days of the year you could do, you could celebrate the Passover, but on other days you can commit your life to Baal. You were taking the economic system of Baal, of supply and demand, and and treating Baal like as if he's a cosmic vending machine to provide for all their needs, and then they thought they could still go ahead and celebrate the Passover and the other holidays and and think that that was okay with. God God will not have anybody side by side with him. And so the same thing is true. Jesus does not need Karl Marx to establish justice in his church or for his church to help establish justice in society. The ideas of Karl Marx that they that they that they are against God and they will eventually and inevitably work their way out that denigrate and, re- and strip the human being from the dignity that God made in the human being that is intrinsic to each individual.
1: Uh, Jesus repeated that Old Testament theme you're talking about with Elijah when Jesus said, you cannot worship God and mammon at the same time. You can't worship God and money. And what I've observed that, that socialism begins with jealousy of other people's money. Right, it, it, and you'll hear this from, from the Bernie Sanders crowd. Oh, we should tax the rich because they're rich and you're poor. Well, what, what really happens is they tax the rich and instead of the, the, the wealthy people giving you a job so you can feed your family, they steal money from rich corporations and they give it to the, to the uh, politicians. It never really trickles down to the poor. The politicians get rich, the corporations have to lay you off and people in communist countries do not have jobs. Look at Venezuela today. There's hyperinflation of the money supply. There's people starving in the streets because they cannot work. Capitalism would have given them groceries, but instead their grocery stores are bare, there's no bread, there's gas gas lines, and, and communism has destroyed that country. Is that coming to America?
2: Oh, uh, de- definitely. The the, the uh, rift between the rich and the poor is going to continue to grow. It will grow in the name of social justice. It will also grow in the name of progressively moving towards justice and the concept of equity uh, that is now you know current current. It's common currency uh, in in most political circles, all the way down to county councils, city councils, school boards. You, you'll hear these Marxist terms, and and and. The, the biggest mistake that people from our generation can make is the mistake that when we when we think of communism is what was China under Mao what was the Soviet Union under Stalin and Khrushchev okay if we think that that's communism communism the, the, what we saw was an outworking of communism the, the, the ideas of communism are what holds the power. And, and the ideas of communism, of Marxism, are that they're coming not only into the United States, into political policy, but as we talked earlier, they're coming into the church. And, and you can take Marxism, you can take a Marxist principle and put a lot of sugarcoating on it with Bible verses and then serve that up as gospel, but at the core of that, it is still Marxism—it's a poison pill, and it's not. And, and my concern is not that they're going to take away my property. My concern is—is is, are, are none of those things that many Christians are concerned about. My concern is for the Church of Jesus Christ, because because as the as the as the bride of Christ, Marxism is idolatry. Yeah. The, the the bottom line as to why a Christian should reject Marxism is not that they're gonna take my, my stuff away. They will. And they'll take away your liberty, they'll take away the, 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 the First Amendment. There's lots of things that will be that, that you will uh, uh, no longer have because the government will take it away. But the, but that's not the problem. The problem is that it is idolatry. It's not any different than taking uh, Jehovah and Baal and putting them together and to think that you can be right with God by putting another God side by side with him.
1: Yeah, and, and even in the book of Acts, right, when the early church pooled their resources and gave to widows, uh, again, that was voluntary charity. They did not vote for the soldiers to go and steal money to give it to the poor. In fact, communism is the enemy of poor people because it leaves you without any groceries, without any jobs. So the, the, the most unchristian thing you can do is vote for socialism. It's like upside down. We need to take another short break. When we come back, I'll have uh, Congressman Bill Redmond talk about recent church politics in America.
3: This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back.
1: Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I want to introduce my friend Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of Pijn News. Uh, Mike, what do you think?
3: Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus' Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support, and you can you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PrayNews, News, and anything you're getting from My Pillow with big discounts a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show.
1: Well, thank you, sir. I accept that endorsement and we support your work at MyPillow.com. Remember everybody, when you visit, use the promo code, PrayNews, you get a big discount and our charity gets a little bit of help. So thank you, Mike Lindell, for your support.
3: They get a lot of help, Not a little bit, a lot of help.
1: <laughs> we need all we can get, for Jesus' name, amen.
3: Amen. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm gonna pass the savings directly on to you. For a limited time, you get premium my pillows regularly $69.98. Now just $29.98, and that's the lowest price in history.
2: I used
0: to think that sheets were just sheets. I got the Giza Dream sheets. They are the most comfortable sheets I've ever had.
1: The MyPillow Topper for the first time has enabled me to have a cool night's sleep. I'm able to go to bed and just get rest. That's three inches of wonderful
2: that's in the my pillow mattress topper. It's just like a firm cloud.
0: When I got my pillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning.
3: Go to mypillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you can get my premium my pillows regularly $6998, now just $29.98, the lowest price ever.
0: Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps, joined by Congressman Bill Redman. Congressman, in a lot of the mainline denominations, yes. uh, I'm talking, you know, Episcopal, Methodist, Presbyterian, like Protestants, right? Uh, there has been a, a battle, a struggle in the denominational headquarters between conservatives who love Jesus and liberals who love socialism. And that is playing out in church splits from you know massive nationwide movements where conservative churches are leaving these liberal denominations because the communists, have t- the socialists have taken over the denomination and the good Bible believing Christians don't wanna participate in that kind of church anymore. You've seen this?
2: Oh, absolutely! And it's not just in mainline Protestantism. There's a struggle for the the heart and soul of Roman Catholicism right now, wow. uh, because even uh, you know Pope Francis, uh, you know uh, Jesuit South America, uh, steeped in liberation theology. We see this constantly in the in, in the proclamations that are coming out uh, from Pope Francis, and many Catholics are very, very concerned. About a Marxist ideology driving the church that they love, so it's not just the Mainline Protestant. If you can imagine that every denomination is, uh, you know, is a silo, you know, its own category. Well, we need to re- we we need to remember that they're really not silos because ideas can cut through all those silos. And so the the, the Marxist ideas that are at work at say in um, uh, uh, United Methodist Church and some of the United Methodist churches right now, or in the Presbyterian churches, they're it's the same idea that's present in the, in the Catholic churches. And and so so people of, of multiple denominations are struggling right now for their, you know, for the church that they love. Um, the United Methodist right now, um, that there's been multiple groups uh, that have been have pulled away from the United Methodist Church uh, because of their support for social justice, their support for LGBTQ, uh, their support for abortion. And so the There's much of the hierarchy inside the institution of the church, the administration of the church, that has accepted and embraced Marxist ideas and all that means. And all that is going to unfold from it. And now, people down in the pews, and individual hometown pastors, they're going. What's going on in my church? So we've got we've got uh, more than a thousand Methodist churches have already petitioned to remove themselves from the United Methodist Church. Uh, there's a new global Methodist movement. There's a new Wesleyan Covenant. So so those that we would consider conservative are now creating new alignments. So as the churches, uh, as as, as individual churches and individual people that reject that Marxism from the churches that are preaching that, they now have someplace to go, which they did not. And that's happening all across the board in all the Protestant churches.
1: So you happen to attend a church that's part of another denomination. I'm not going to say which one, but but what happened in your local church? There was a, a group of elders who were making that tough decision. Do we leave our denomination? Do we stay in and fight for conservative values? How did that play out?
2: Okay, so ours is a little bit differently. We have, a, we have an elder structure. Uh, we do not have a denominational structure, but our church, though it's non-denominational, was not, uh, uh, was not free from the influence of these ideas. And so there, there, there came about within our congregation people that we love dearly, people that we weep uh, for because of the positions that they've taken. And there was a struggle for our church um, as to you know whether we were going to embrace the Marxist ideas or whether we were going to continue with with the scripture you know with Jesus as Lord, and and because of uh, uh, the social justice um, uh, uh, talking points that that. Bible verses are used, and and people could not see past the Bible verses to the underlying Marxist ideology. Uh, we went through a, a difficult year. Um, uh, the the people that left, we love them, um, uh, but they were uh, they were holding to. Marxist ideas and not necessarily knowing that. We had individuals that were working together with Black Lives Matter and encouraging others to do so. And if we do not do that, we're not engaged in the gospel, we're not fighting for justice. But these individuals did not understand that Black Lives Matter rests on Marxist presuppositions and the number one Marxist presupposition is, God doesn't exist. But it was difficult to communicate that. So what happened in my church has been replicated Thousands of times.
1: There was a good news story because the conservatives won in your church. The, 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 the communists left. But, but what did the conservatives have to do?
2: We, we spoke the truth in love. We spoke, that we, continu- we, we continually spoke the truth in love, we continued to attend church, to attend the meetings, to attend um, uh, the equivalent of a board meeting, and we continued to speak the truth in love. And um, those that uh, had Marxist ideas uh, uh, eventually, one by one, peeled off and went someplace else.
1: Okay, so your church can survive this. There is a model here where uh, if you are faithful, and to, first to God for, uh, and Jesus, right? But second, love your neighbor and resist those who are wolves in sheep's clothing. They're coming to your church, they're coming to take over your church, and, and it's time for the church to resist and retain our Christian identity. Uh, Congressman, we have just a minute left. I wonder if maybe you would lead us uh, in a word of prayer about these sure, things. Sure.
2: Lord Jesus, we bow before you and you alone because you are the Lord and the giver of life. We thank you, Lord, for making us, for loving us, sustaining us, um, and redeeming us, though we're unworthy. Lord, we look forward to your coming again. And Father, your true church, that we are not materialists. We understand that you preceded the existence of the universe, and you spoke it all into being. And... That you have come in the flesh, John 3 16, that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. And so, Lord, we do not function from a materialistic worldview, whether it be Marxism or other materialist worldview. We depend on you. We are fully persuaded that you are Lord and that we do not need materialistic solutions to the problems we face. Lord, we pray for the churches that are struggling now, for those whose eyes have been darkened, that their vision cannot see the idolatry that's in their midst. We pray that you open their eyes so that they can see, so that they can repent. And Lord, those that are standing firm, pray that they may not stand firm with anger or malice, but they would stand firm speaking the truth in love to restore those who have been taken captive. So, Father, we pray for your church that she might be the mighty witness in your in your world, in our day. It's in your name we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Uh, please visit runforoffice.training to get involved. Our website is prayinjesusname.org. Again, prayinjesusname.org. Please sign up as a recurring monthly pledge sponsor or call us if you need prayer at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time.